All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. You see a Nixie, familiar to you, standing on your doorstep. She does not look like she is in good shape right now. You turn your head over your shoulder to look at Ditko. He's not there. The detective sergeant here. Hi, nice to meet you. I've been you, Albion. Is this? This This is the guy. One thing I know is you are not currently in possession of your firearm. You think I need that to hurt you? He has already moved across the room and has his hand to your throat. I think you do. You basically used up your tricks and he's aware of what those tricks look like and I'm gonna let him pull me through. It's very, very cold under the water. There is something that you can feel moving toward you. All of a sudden, you are struck in the back. You have effectively been punched out of the water. Another tear in the fabric of reality opens up in such a way that it grabs you through it. You hear a little voice that says, Goodbye! And it closes. just been dropped into a bush by Fendra Lilu. Oh, God almighty. Yeah, thanks for that. Oh, oh, God. This is, this is miserable. The first sound that you can hear quite clearly now that you are sort of acclimated to the fact that you are back in this reality is a shrieking laughter from inside Dez's house. You only know one person capable of making that kind of sound. Uh, Hey, Rowan, listen, it's really not that funny. (laughs) You hear very muffled, it really truly is. So uh, Dez is throwing some boots on and and going, oh my god, Albion, are you okay? She's trying to get outside as quickly as possible to get him out of her hydrangeas. Yeah, despite all appearances to the contrary, I'm actually... Pretty much fine. Just, uh, didn't have the best time. But yeah, anyway, you were right about this being a bad idea. Okay, well, you can give me my medal later. Uh, let's get you inside and dry. Ugh, well, um... Why are you wet? So our, our, our monster friend showed up at the police station, sort of dragged me in the middle of Lake Champlain, and, uh, tried to kill me there. It wasn't a, wasn't a good time. But Rowan was here. Oh, no, not Rowan. The, the other... Monster friend, the shapeshifter. He uh, showed up and attacked me at the uh, police station. Uh. Yeah, so anyway, I got dragged out of there, thrown into Lake Champlain, and then I got, I'm pretty sure something threw us out of the lake. I think it may have been Champ. Fendra Lilu dropped me here. Rowan is just having a fun time at the expense of your misery. It's schadenfreude city. While Des runs upstairs to get yet even more towels. For yet another wet person in her home. 
Yeah, so Ditko might be in some deep shit. I gotta make a phone call. Uh, can I can I borrow your cell phone, Des? Uh, Des has a house phone. I I do have a house phone. A cell phone is probably like somewhere on a coffee table in the parlor. Yeah, um, I gotta call Pyburn to see if he can uh, we could set put out some fires. Oh, really? Uh... I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with you calling the FBI agent on my cell phone. Yeah, well, you have his phone number in your cell phone, right? Uh, I do have his... I have his phone number in my ledger. It's, uh, it's on my desk in the parlor, and feel free to use my house phone, I guess. I'll get you some towels. Yeah, yeah you know, that's, that's probably a better idea. You're right. Sorry about that. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna call Agent Pyburn. Okay, uh, you call Agent Pyburn. Yes, Miss Brown, what can I do? Uh, hey there, Agent Popper, it's actually Albion. Oh, uh, I'm... Okay, sorry. What can I do for you? Alright, so, uh, there might be a bit of a situation down at the, uh, Burlington Precinct. And I was, I was wondering if you'd be able to use your, uh, FBI red tape dispenser to help, to help, uh, fix the problem. <sighs> I, I would prefer you not think of me in that way, but... What's the problem? So, I was in custody. Uh, it was it was kind of a mutual decision. I wasn't actually arrested. And uh, I was trying to explain a situation with a shapeshifting monster to uh, Detective Sergeant Ditko. And then said monster showed up, tried to kill me. Ditko fired his gun at it in the middle of the police precinct and- Aw, oh, fuck off, Albion. I'll be there as quick as I can. Jesus Christ, you don't have to tell me anymore. Just- what what the fuck? Anyway, bye. I'll I guess I'll probably wait. If you're calling from Dez's house, and you were just uh, you know what? Don't explain. Don't explain. I prefer not to know. I'm gonna be there as quick as I can. But you you just hear him just sort of like cussing into the distance as the phone is hung up. Albion just stares at the receiver for a second before hanging it up. You know, believe it or not, that actually went. Better than I expected? I thought he was going to be way angrier. <laughs> Des will come back and she starts like draping towels like over Albion's head and his shoulders and puts one in his lap. And can I get you anything? You want, you want a... Uh, I really, I don't know, Des. I just... Y- y- you want, yeah? You know, actually, I would really love an A8 right now. I, I need a, I need some caffeine. My head's pounding. So, Roe and Sylvester aren't here. Are they, are they at the police station? They are. Uh, Sylvester actually called his lawyer. Huh. Did he now? I mean, I, I guess I appreciate that. Um, I should probably call them so I can let Ditko know that I'm not dead. Oh, no. He was there when the shapeshifter attacked, and he, uh, he tried to shoot it, but uh, last time he saw me, I was uh. being dragged through away, and uh, I was suddenly gone, so... Okay, uh, are you are you injured or anything? Are you okay? You know, actually, physically, I'm I'm fine. It didn't really get the better of me, but um, I I don't I don't know. I feel lost right now, Des. I feel uh, I'm frustrated. Yeah, uh, I uh, can can I make you something something hot? You're probably freezing. You know, actually, something hot sounds amazing right now. I mean, as much as I love Ailey. I'll make you your I'll make you your chai. I'll be I'll be right back. I, w- I would appreciate that, Diz. Thank you very much. Uh, can I call Sylvester now? Sylvester, as you are walking toward 
the front door of the police station with Roe, your phone, uh, I assume, rings or buzzes. Do you have it on silent? Uh, yeah, say it's on vibrate. You know what? Not important. <laughs> Do you answer it? Yeah, sure. So wait, what ringtone does it play when I call, though? Oh, sorry. It plays Country Roads because it's Albion. <laughs> wait, no, it wouldn't be his ringtone. He's calling from Dez's phone. Oh, whoops. Oh, well, then it's playing the Doctor Who theme, I guess. Because <laughs> of the scarves. Uh, you have one call from Tom Baker. Anyway, uh, what's up, Hayseed? How's your hammer hanging? All right, first of all, Odin is not the one with the hammer. I've explained this to you. Second of all, why would you answer the phone that way when it's Dez's phone that's calling? Because I know it's you. <laughs> okay, how the hell did you know it was me, though? I guessed. <laughs> Wait, no. We we think he's in the precinct, though. Yeah, the entire reason you're there is to get me out of jail. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but I guessed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how the hell did you guess that, though? I have Just because stupid shit always happens with us, so I figured by the time we got there, you'd already be gone or back home, and we wouldn't fucking know. Okay, you know what? That's <laughs> fair. Let's just get on with it. Uh, alright, Sylvester. So first of all, I'm not at the precinct right now. I'm, um, back home. Fun. What did you do? You know, funny enough, I didn't do anything. I was actually attacked by the shifter. Ah, uh, fucking shit. Yeah, it showed up pretending to be my lawyer, and then, uh... Tried to bushwhack me in the uh, interrogation room. I sort of called it out on that, and then it dragged me through away. I was in the middle of Lake Champlain trying to fight for it, and then something threw me out of the lake. Fendralilu opened a portal and dropped me into Jesdemotus Hydrangeas. You hear some shrill laughter in the background of the phone call. Ah. Okay, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, Rowan finds this way funnier than I do. Well, she's a bitch. She'll do that. Anyway, if you can, I need you to get in there so I can, uh... Are we not... Talk to Ditko and let him know that I'm not dead. To your... To, I'm sorry, not to your house, obviously. I mean, to Dez's house or to the precinct? Well, I would hope to the precinct. Okay. Hmm. All right. I... So I'm gonna... I'm gonna let you call me back when you get in there. Yeah, all right, man. Sure. Alright, uh, see you later then. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I will, bud. Talk to you later. Boop. So, what, what's going on? Uh, Sylvester, as you are, as you're hanging up your phone, do make me a quick alertness check, and your target is a one. Okay, I got a five. Wow, easy. Um, Okay. You you notice that you actually have an email or an email notification has finally decided, yeah, sure, I'll propagate in on your phone now. Email message like email alerts always pop up way too late. Oh yeah. And you've got one. You have an email uh notification on your, your cell phone. Uh it looks like it's a follow up to your Freedom of Information Act request from last month. Oh, yeah, let me look at that real quick. Ro, um, Dr. Cooper Smith has just stopped going in the building. 
I also... Oh, uh, yeah, Albion's, uh, fine. He's not here anymore. Apparently, he tried to fight the, th the thing showed up. Uh, I dragged him through the, you know, the, uh, the... Wait? Yeah, that's it. And then it spat him out back at, uh, Dez's house. Okay. Yes. Um... So all that happened. <laughs> so we should still go in, right? Yeah, we should, because... His stuff is still here. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Not like I think I can, not like I can get it, but still. Uh, are you interact? Yeah, are you interacting with this email? Yes. It is. It contains uh some PDF attachments. Son of a bitch. <laughs> because well, you were asking for specific documentation uh on voting records, and. You got PDFs now. Do you have a PDF reader on your phone? Yes. Do you want to start reading through those now or after you talk to Ditko? Probably going to be an after talk to Ditko thing because we still need to get Albion's crap. Yeah. So uh, Councilman's voting record can wait until after you've sorted out whatever whatever's going on on this high alert police station. Well, you now have some idea of what's going on, so, uh, in you go. Yeah. Everybody seems, uh, really tense, obviously, uh, because there were just shots fired inside of the building, and, um, just everyone's on high alert, and you are being ushered in because somebody has been, you hear over the radio that your description has been given, and you have, uh, they're, they've told, they've been told to... Uh, actually let you two in to talk to Ditko, apparently at his request, which is is met with some uh, strange looks as as the guy outside uh, seemed to be equally confused. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, you're ushered in and pointed in the right direction. And uh, you find yourself in an interrogation room with uh, one Detective Sergeant Ditko and he is just sort of sitting in a chair, and there's a uh, there's a heaviness about him. Um, he usually has a certain level of composure. Uh, you've you've never seen this person not sit or stand up straight, even when Des was socially lubricating him. Uh, <laughs> he still had a certain amount of composure. He's He's just sitting heavily in a chair, looking at nothing in particular, and not he doesn't even really change focus uh, to you when you walk in, the two of you. Sergeant? Uh, hey, Sarge. Doctor? Ro? So... Uh, shut the door, please. Yeah, way ahead of you. <laughs> okay. What the fuck are you doing here? Ugh. Well... That is funny. Well, one, I'm here for my friend's shit. Two, I'm here to let you know that he's okay. Sort of. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I just that... got off the phone with him. <laughs> okay. Are you sure you got off the phone with him? He called from uh, Ms. Brown's house, and she has a landline. How are you sure? Because... I, 
I just, I just saw this thing pretend to be someone else, and it's already taken my voice. How do you know that that was Albion who called you? We have ways to figure it out amongst ourselves. You know what? I hate you fucking talking in circles, all of you. God damn it. What are your ways? I wasn't... <sighs> I was gonna get to that. We have a... Thank you. Yeah, we have a friend of his that's staying with us. She knows it's him. Mostly because she fucking hates him. So. Okay. Yeah. He, he looks right at Ro. How hard was that? And then looks <laughs> back at uh, Sylvester. <sighs> The other thing about picking up his stuff, you know I was going to drop him at Miss Brown's house with all of his uh, everything. Right? Yeah. Why are I know. you really here? Well, I called my lawyer because I didn't know if he had one. Oh, fucking course you did. Well, of course. The fuck you expect me to do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Expect you to... Wait patiently when somebody says, when a detective sergeant fucking tells you, I am going to return your friend to you in an hour. I will see you then. Maybe you, I don't know, listen to the authority figure with the fucking badge. How's that working out for you so far? All right. That <clears throat> worked out real fucking good for decades. Before you assholes showed up. Ah, oh, here it is. You get me? Yeah. I just had a conversation with your friend Albion Graves about trying to understand this world that I'm apparently a part of now, and I can't do nothing about that. I just, because I know. I know, and I can't unknow. Doors open, can't be shut. I just had a very long conversation where he spent the bulk of it trying to convince me that having magical types in my city does not attract additional magical danger to my city. I pressed him on the things that I should be looking out for that might, I don't know, be attracted to assholes like you, and I got blown off. And then what happens? I get proven fucking right. Okay, hold up. Let me clarify something to you, Sergeant. Oh, please. I would love to no. hear the first honest thing out of your mouth. <laughs> there are magical, terrible, whatever things that are here in Burlington. Not because we are here, but we are here because they are here. We are the people stopping everything else from tearing the city apart, especially Albion. So don't come at us like we're not on the same team in a way. We're looking out for everyone else, and you don't get to have this attitude with us. Okay, sir? I've had enough. Tell me your real name right now. You don't want to know my real name. Tell me your real name right now, or I am absolutely arresting <sighs> Rosetta you. Common. Rosetta Common. Was that so... Mm-hmm. It... Yep, think about it. Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. He just sort of silently nods to himself. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Okay. It all... It's all 
that's things are making a lot more sense right now. Uh, okay, yeah. Before Rhode you Island, ask, Rhode Island mob boss. Uh huh. Not close. Running drugs through my city. Not me. Not her. But you're his kid. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I've had some reports here and there about incidents, um, perhaps related to those activities, which I've been investigating for some time now. And, uh, there seems to have been a bit of an escalation. And that seems to, for no reason that I can understand, coincide with the daughter of the mob boss showing up in town a few months back. No correlation at all. Not on purpose. None of it's on purpose with you fucking people, is it? No, it's not. You're all the innocent victims here. I didn't say that. (laughs) Did you say that? You don't have to. We can all work together to figure this shit out. Or you can let us do what we need to do, and you and your guys can stay out of our way. How many more people are going to wind up dead if I let you just do what you need to do? Not as many as if you try to stop us from what we're doing. Is that a threat, Miss Common? No. It's a fucking guarantee. More people will die if Albion is off the streets, if he's not out there protecting people. If the doctor over here isn't over here kicking ass every day. Hi. If you get in our way, more people will die because no one here, no one in this building except for the two of us, know what's going on. Do you understand that? I understand that you are basically confessing to vigilantism and telling me not to do anything about that. Just let vigilantes be vigilantes. This isn't like militia redneck bullshit. (laughs) This is like... (sighs) How do I put this? Stupid fucking drug-addled monster bullshit. I see. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how much good I can do on your side when I'm on administrative leave for psych evaluation because I brought somebody into an interrogation room? That person is no longer in this interrogation room, and I unloaded multiple rounds in a small room. Oh, now you tell me you meant what thing. that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that will come back to haunt him. All right. So, Sergeant Ditko. So both of you fought the thing, right? I... Or did it just pull him through the hole? I'll answer that in a sec. Yes, Ro? What? What can you offer us to help us? Since you seem to want to be part of this, are you just going to... I don't think he wants to be a part of it, but right now he doesn't really have much of a fucking choice. Yeah, absolutely. Give this man the Cupid doll. Ooh. (laughs) You come in here after ruining my life and ask me what I can do to help you. The balls on you, Common. Yeah. Don't call me by my last name. The balls on you. You're with us or you're against us, and us 
doing this isn't going to get anyone anywhere. So we better figure this shit out because we have places to be. We have monsters to stop. I'm, I'm about to have a meeting with, uh, about to have a meeting with my captain. And I am pretty certain that I will be of no use to anybody vis-a-vis keeping the city safe from threats, mundane or otherwise, for some time, for a little bit, until I can basically prove that the stress of this job hasn't, I don't know, caused me to crack. And uh, somehow I'm going to have to explain to a panel of superiors how a person in a interrogation room can just disappear. Two people, actually, two people. That's right, because the uh, he's, he's pre- the the thing was pretending to be a lawyer came in. Both of them disappeared. Both of them gone. Uh, no camera record of the event because I pulled some strings. So I don't even have that. I don't even have that to clear my name, and they're not going to believe a bunch of random mugs that are, you know, saying, oh, it was magic. He got magicked out. And what are you going to do? Tell the entire fucking precinct? I'm of no use to anyone. I mean, we don't have to, to anyone. get anyone involved. Yeah. If you uh, want to walk out of this building, we, you can walk out of this building. Why well, walk yeah. out of this building with no job? Yeah, uh, we... We know an FBI guy who's a a monster, basically. They I all can, are. So what? Yet, no, I mean, like, he's a literal <laughs> fucking vampire. Of course you know one. Yeah, so... He, he just, he does not look pleased by this. My point <laughs> is, what if I put in a word for you? Would that be something? At least? Hmm. Make it, uh... Make it several words if you, uh, if it's not too much of a bother, Mr. Doctor. How about I make it a fucking essay? You're a college prof. I'm sure you're great at that. Well, I have students to do that for me, but I'm sure they'll do something. Come on, man. I'm tired. I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, can I call Sylvester now? Are you, are you using your fortuitous arrival feature to make this phone call I, I take it yeah i would say this falls under the spiritual guidance trapping of guide my hand okay uh sylvester your phone buzzes oh boy uh, i'm gonna pick it up hello again hey sylvester so uh you haven't called me back so i imagine uh things are not going well uh everything all right uh i don't know uh, we're still at the precinct having a interesting conversation. Let me guess. That's Mr. Graves. I'm gonna put- Okay, I did definitely hear Dicko there. Would you mind putting me on speaker? <sighs> Alright. <laughs> I put the phone on speaker. Alright, how did Dicko? Alright, so first of all, yes, I'm alive. I'm sure that comes as a surprise to you. I'm a little surprised at that myself. Uh, second of all, I might have some help on the way. Is it the goddamn monster FBI man? 
Sylvester, did you already tell him about our friend in the FBI? Who gives a fuck at this point, man? Actually, you know what? That's fair. So, anyway, I uh, may have called in a favor, so hopefully that can try and take some of the heat off you for an admittedly very confusing situation for those who ain't in the know. Okay. I, um, uh, I appreciate you thinking of me. That's, uh, I have to say, a bit unexpected. I feel like it's the least I can do, since I do believe myself to be partially responsible for the situation. Yeah, you better fucking believe you are. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm here trying to help you out of a situation you fucking put me in, because I will remind you, you asked me to come to that police station. Can we go back to the part where we were having, like, a pleasant conversation, please? Because I've had a day. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that you've had a rough day, Pumpkin. I mean, I almost got drowned. I almost died in handcuffs you put me in and the police station you asked me to be at. But I'm sorry to hear you're having a shitty day. Here I am sticking my neck out for you. He reaches over and he presses the, uh, the hang-up button. <laughs> yeah, seems about right. I'm gonna put my phone back in my pocket. <laughs> We're just here to get Albion stuff. I'm sorry that I came on as strong as I did. Um, obviously, this is a hard situation right now, and we don't want to stress you out further, given now you know what you know. I'm sorry. Uh, given that his possessions include a firearm, I don't think that I, a police officer... Uh, Detective Sergeant about to undergo psychological evaluation and in a position to release it to other civilians uh, if for some reason I don't know Albion actually had a lawyer show up and uh, you hear a knock at the door a rather strong series of knocks <laughs> and uh, the door opens and you just see you see a sort of frazzled uh, looking police officer just like, uh, Sarge, I tried, I swear, I tried to keep, I demand to see my client in there right now. To, I, I'm, I'm look, I, I don't, I don't know who this guy is, but he says he just, sh I told you who I am, now please, may I go in there to talk with my client and provide legal counsel, which I absolutely have the right to do. Do you want your job? Do you want me to have your job? Let me in that room right now, or I will have your job. I yeah, so Sorry, that's Albion's lawyer. Hi, Uncle Vinny. <laughs> Do not call me that. <laughs> Discuss this. Not even half an hour ago. I know. All right. Thank you. Yeah, he looks condescendingly back at the door and goes, thank you. Your services are no longer required. You can go. Gives a little uh, dismissive hand motion. And the police sergeant, uh, or the police officer on the other side of the door is just not having a good day. Uh, just closes that door in a bit of disgust. And uh, then he looks and goes, hey, Sly. And he comes over and just gives you a hug. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing here? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like, legally, what am I doing here? Uh, We need to get our friend shit. Oh, okay. Um, 
In this case, am I representing your friend? Yes. Okay, you'll just have to pay proper representation fees. You know how that goes. Just charge it to to my account, because he broke as fuck. <laughs> oh, I already did. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know you know. That's, uh, that's why you have me on speed dial, and why your daddy has you, uh, has me on retainer. So, uh, all right. What shit do we have to release to our client today? And gun. the detective sergeant looks up and says, um, a, a gun? He, he just gives you a concerned look. It's a special gun. Uh, he looks over at you, uh, now, uh, the lawyer does with... Even more concern, and then looks back at the it's detective sergeant who says, It's fine. It's a family heirloom. Okay. Er you know what? I'm not here to ask questions that are not pertinent to uh, what I'm doing here. And what I'm doing here is apparently retrieving somebody's uh, personal effects. So uh, can, I get a can I please get a list of the personal effects and for whom I'm retrieving them? Uh, Ditko gives the information, and he's like, sweet, uh, excellent, I will be, why don't we, why don't we go and retrieve, uh, Mr. Graves' personal effects? Uh, thank you so much for your time, Detective Sergeant, um, and thank you, Doctor, for paying for my time. It's a good, good arrangement we got, love it, thank you, I'll be heading back to, uh, New York after this, so, uh, Pet, you're uh, you're also on the hook for mileage. <laughs> All right, take it easy. <laughs> oh no, we're we're gonna go get it together now because uh, you're the ones that are going to be physically taking it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not delivering shit to Mister Albion Graves. <laughs> so, that's well, not that's not in my purview. Well, I mean, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Hello everybody, it's Michael, your Game Master, best friend, and funny third thing. Coming to you live from... Well, I mean, this is pre-recorded, so... You know what, let's just move on. I really wish I was a better podcaster sometimes. If only there was a book about podcasting. Well, I'm not on that podcast, so I can't advertise that. But books! That's the segue I'm going with. For abebooks.com. Because Abe Books is an online marketplace listing millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items, as well as cheap textbooks, which is friggin' awesome, because textbooks are pretty much the worst part of the college experience, other than all of the drinking and debauchery that I'm told goes on thanks to a bunch of 80s movies. Uh, a Books connects you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you wanted to, I don't know, get a copy of a Dostoevsky actually from Russia, probably can do that. Want to get one of my favorite books, Jan Martel's Life of Pi from Canada? I mean, that's way less exciting, but they do have that book on the service, and it is very good, and you should go there and get a copy. Tell them I sent you by using our referral link, which is affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. 
That's affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. Legit, go get a copy of that book. It's very good. They have other great books that I love, like Jeff Vandermeer's Venice Underground, uh, which is creepy and dark, but man, is it a good read. Thank you, as always, to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our humble little show. Uh, they also host other shows, like Them's the Facts, which I was on recently as a guest, Pokemakers, which I was on recently as a guest, and so was Gwen, in fact. If you like us, you should go listen to that show, because we're on it. And Sorted. I was also a guest on that a while ago, and... I sorted Homestar Runner. It was so fun. <laughs> you should go hear that, too. Social media was a mistake, but while you're making that mistake, at least make that mistake with us by following us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast. And perhaps you'll make the mistake of tweeting about our show. If you do, use the hashtag GMMCast to show some love. And also so we can find your tweets and name NPCs after you. We also have a Discord server for the show, where we have a whole bunch of cool people hanging out, talking about stuff, making jokes, playing Jackbox games pretty much every week. Sometimes we even run Powered by the Apocalypse Saturdays, where one of the cast will run a one-off game with some cool people. It's a good time. You should show up there. But only if you want to. I can't make you do anything. I'm just a guy doing a voice on the internet into your ears. I'm going to stop doing that now so that you can listen to more of other times that I recorded my voice for the internet. And also all my friends. I I'm coming. I uh, it's, it's back to the show. It's back to the show time. Okay, bye. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid. Des. You have just had, well, not the best day ever, I would say, <laughs> considering that uh, earlier on you had a frank and tense conversation with a police sergeant who had been hounding you for months uh, on and off, and then uh, Albion left in cuffs, and then Albion showed up in your bushes, and... <laughs> And then he made some phone calls, some of which sounded a little uh, tense, a little intense. And again, you have a Nixie uh, who is hostile, but uh, within the bounds of hospitality, uh, living in your house. None of these things are really how you thought today was going <laughs> to be, I guess. How are you coping? <laughs> I think it's time for Des to introvert a little bit. She's uh probably going to excuse herself and go down to the basement 
do a couple more calming yoga poses. And then um, she's going to continue working on the project that she's been doing down there um, for the last couple of weeks. It's um, it's a kind of a bit of a cement paving stone. And she's been kind of taking broken bits of teacup to turn it into a bit of a mosaic that will be saying some words. So she'll probably just uh, go and start putting more broken teacup pieces on her little paving stone. Now, is this a surprise you're keeping from the audience or from me or? It's it's going to be revealed later who it's for. Hmm. Interesting. It has something to do with how everyone crashes in her bushes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, that's that is actually very funny. Uh, I believe that we have a good opportunity for Albion, Rowan, and Dez to just sort of interact in the aftermath of all of this nonsense. All right, so she'll come back after a little while of doing that, and uh, I imagine Albion is probably warm and dry now. So you you aren't physically hurt, right? Ugh, I have asked him this repeatedly, and disappointingly, the answer is always no. Well, I imagine it's because you have such a very pleasant and compassionate bedside manner. She just kind of looks at you and doesn't say any words because she is literally forbidden to lie. <laughs> uh and uh how about you roomy yeah feeling okay you're not too dry <sighs> no it's i mean i will have to i'll have to go back eventually but uh no i just was uh, i was just down here checking on Albion, uh, you you could you could see that she was kind of struggling to not say the word friend because she still doesn't feel that way, but was trying to fill in that blank with some other word. But uh, he's he's a bit uh, he's no fun to taunt right now. He's he seems physically and mentally pretty exhausted from whatever just happened with. Uh, well, his quarry. Well, we're not, we're not done with his quarry quite yet. Well, We've got one no. final stand. So, I I do have a question for you, uh, that I want clarified, if you don't mind, uh, Alvian. Is it gonna be more sarcastic bullshit? Cause I've had a lot of that this afternoon. Uh, no, actually, this is an earnest question. Because you were fully submerged in the lake, and then you weren't. And you said it was... What is Champ? Well, Champ is uh, the Lake Champlain sea monster. Or lake monster, technically. Wait, did did you see Champ? Well, I mean, I didn't see it, no, but I'm pretty sure it attacked us. I mean, attacked might be a strong word. I think it just sort of yeeted us. Oh my god. Uh, how did you end up in my, in my backyard anyway? 
Unless if Champ has a really good throwing arm. Well, in midair, Fendra Lilu <laughs> popped up, opened up a way, threw me through uh, the never-never, and then uh, dropped me through a different way back out into your hydrangeas. Okay, so, um, we owe Fendra Lilu a hell of a lot of pizza, then. Yeah, not, we, we owe Fendra Lilu the good pizza, too, not the cheap shit. Uh, well, um, I'm, I'm happy to, to cover the next round of pizza, if, uh, if, if you eh, need me to do that. I, I could order some right now, just, uh, leave it in my backyard, if you... Uh, I don't think that's going to be necessary right now. Okay. Rowan is just looking between the two of you, lost. So, to answer your question, Champ is, again, the Lake Champlain Sea Monster. And also, apparently, some kind of wizard. Or at least he's some kind of magic slinger. All I know is I saw him tapping directly into ley lines. Uh, okay, you you miss you may misunderstand my confusion. Um, well, thank you for clarifying about the little, uh, little summer court one. Um, I I I suppose that makes some measure of sense, though. How she found you at such a fortuitous time, who knows? Uh, however, one does not stalk someone in this. Lake Champlain area for months and months without becoming aware of that which lurks down below. How did it... Why would it have any interest in you? Well, I honestly wish I could answer that. Wait, you don't think this has some kind of connection to everything else that's been going on, do you? Maybe huh. it also dislikes the shapeshifter? That's... Um, hmm. Well, we've we've seen Champ literally use leyline magic against its uh mechanized duplicate. Maybe it has a very high sense of justice. I highly doubt that. Well, what's your hypothesis then, Rowan? I'm just fascinated to hear your side. Maybe it just did not want. These, this thing tainting its water and just wanted it out. Tainting the water. Tainting. Wait a minute. Tainting the water. I mean, that all happened around the same time. It showed up around the same time all the fish died. And every, almost every time we've, it's, we've seen this, uh, shapeshifter, it's been near the water. Yep. Okay, you may be... Did you not say that you encountered this particular shapeshifter in Oklahoma City? Is Oklahoma City also on the water of this lake? No, shockingly, Oklahoma City does not border Vermont. Okay, well, interesting theory, but uh, may not have all of the pieces in place. Are you absolutely certain that it was what you call Champ that knocked you out in of the lake and apparently into the air, which... Hold on, let me savor this mental image a moment. Hmm. I would take it as a personal courtesy if you did not. I already have. Please keep a very polite and civil discourse as guests under my roof. 
she I looks at just, I was just enjoying a moment in my own mind. Is this not allowed? And I enjoy a moment of thought where my home isn't infected with a Nixie. Infected? That is... I do not believe that that is the word that the host should use to describe their guest unless they are attempting to revoke that privilege. Not yet. But I'm watching you. Well then, I suppose we should keep the discourse civil, should we not? Duly noted. Anyway, you were saying, Albion, the moment has passed. Yeah, you know, I can't actually be sure that it was Champ that attacked me. Like I said, I didn't see it. I just know that something hit us hard. Hmm. I see. Didn't didn't Rose say that she saw a dark shape in the water when she was down there the, not that long ago? What if it's not what if there's what if there's it's a not champ that's maybe that what if we have bigger problems than just a shapeshifter? What if there's something actually you know dirtying our water? Some other monster or creature. Well, then we'll have to add that to the list of shit we're dealing with after we're done with the shapeshifter. Um, yeah. actually, can we back this conversation up slightly? I just realized that you referred to the the one uh, that lurks in the deep as using ley line magic? Yes. How could you possibly know that well i looked at it with the sight so uh pretty clear mental image what oh okay and how uh, okay it, it i just was curious about such things okay ley lines that run uh i guess one runs through the lake not surprising so is there an eventual endpoint to the line of inquiry that you're building to here? I just was curious because you said something uh, that seemed like it could have been significant. I don't know. I just... Uh, I, I do not know most uh, any mortals that are even aware of Leyline's existence, let alone actually having seen them. What about doctored Leylines? Ones that have been created. You you cannot. I do not believe you can create a ley line. They are they are just sort of an inherent part of the world. They they are conduits for Wasn't there something unnatural about the one that you saw, Albion? That was several episodes ago and I, Tom the player, do not recall. <laughs> and that is totally fair, Tom the player. Um so, you recall that uh, Shadrach had set up magical circles at three different locations, and in particular, uh, you had the one under the Morin Municipal Plant uh, that had apparently caused some sort of a diversion in a ley line, and you also followed uh, that ley line energy... Uh, one of the ley lines out to Night Island, where you found another one of those uh, uh, magic circles that Shadrach had set up, where, you know, he sprung a trap with a whole crap load of undead on you. Yeah, uh, Shadrach was messing with them and using some sort of ritual to divert some of them. 
Uh, oh, also, yeah, Shadrach's a friend of ours. He's a necromancer, and he's a pain in our ass. He's, he's wait. He's bad news. If, if, if he is adjusting the natural flow of ley lines, then yes. Yes, Shadrach is bad news. Well, that's why he is also on our list of things to hunt. Albion. Albion? Yeah? You, you saw a ley line with the site, and you have not gone insane. I mean, not as of yet, no. But, uh, what about it? Do you think you could, perhaps, look at more of them? I mean, in theory, I could, yeah. If there has to be a reason for one to tamper with a ley line, one does not do so lightly. And if one is doing so, then one has access to immense, incredible, precise magical power. So think, why would this person that you... I do not know their motives. Why would they be tampering with ley lines? What is the goal? And what did it do? Uh, can I make a lore roll here? Because I'm not sure if I know the answer to this one. Uh, you may make a lore roll because this may not be something you know the answer to. So Should I do a lore roll too? Absolutely. I am going to set this, since this is some um, really specific and somewhat obscure stuff that you are considering, I'm going to set the uh, basic goal at a five to give you some additional insight into uh, this particular conundrum. Okay, good. I managed to hit a five. Okay. That's cool, because I got a three. Go for it, Albion. Okay. Well, Albion, you suddenly have the realization that you don't know how long those ley lines had been tampered with and what possible effect that could have and you sort of you sort of realize something that there were three spots that Shadrach had set up some kind of magical something or other one on the Vermont side of the lake here in Burlington one on the New York side of the lake the Adsit cabin and one somewhere out north in the lake on Night Island all I know is he seems to be setting up some kind of ritual spots. One on Knot Island, one in, over the border of New York, and then one in a, in a municipal plant. Sort of a big triangle. What's... what's in the middle? Do I, out of character, know what's in the middle? You don't know. Well, I suppose we're just gonna have to find out, won't we? Well, is it possible that um, if uh, Des goes into the, the study and has um, probably some older maps of Burlington and probably the lake, that, that we could try to triangulate it? You could certainly try. All right, so she'll go... Wait, is it is it possible that the wreck of the ship might be the center point? I mean, that'd be cool. Who knows? All right, well, she'll grab a map and probably suggest maybe there's a way to triangulate and see uh, where the where the middle would fall. I feel like enough time has passed that um, the other two would probably have arrived back by now. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, 
as you are preparing to study uh, and try to get some answers to this mystery, the other two, Sylvester and Roe, pull in. So the party's all back together. And Albion, oh, thank goodness. they have your gear. All right. As soon as Gugnir hits Albion's hand again, you see his entire demeanor shift. It's like hours of exhaustion wash off of him. And he sort of straightens up, and I feel like to Rowan most of all, Albion seems less like the person she's seen for the past hours and more like the person she stared down on the boat that night. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, good to have you back. We are currently in the middle of some strategic plan and trying to figure out our next moves dealing with the shifter. And while we're at it, we're also uh, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the lake and what Shadrach was up to. We think we might be on the verge of something here. Huh, I guess Popeye got a spinach back. I don't understand. What what are these things? It's because you're boring. No, it's okay. Is it some cultural reference to, like, I don't know, a power that you're dependent upon? Yes. Yes. Exactly that. Then it was a perfectly executed popular culture reference, A+. I am very proud. <laughs> Now, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> the first time we fought, when I survived you and caused you grave offense, I didn't have this. So let's not call this a dependency. You know, you know that I cannot lie. Now, I didn't say you were lying. And he just looks into her eyes. Well, there's a difference between lying and just being wrong. She just sort of... She gives you a stare. Like, she holds your... She holds eye contact. There certainly is. She holds eye contact and does not look at uh, the rest of the gang. And uh, she just says, How is the research going, Miss Desdemona? Brown? Well, let's find <laughs> out. Is there a role that Desdemona has to do? I believe this would be a scholarship role because you're studying something. Mm-hmm. And let's give this a let's give this all things considered a three. Can I help? You certainly can. Yay, I'm helping. So I'm gonna say that uh you give me a roll to assist. I'm gonna set that at a scholarship three, and if you succeed, you get to put uh, a scene tag. It's basically a maneuver. Uh, of a one-time tag of, I'm helping. Five. <laughs> I'm helping. Yay. Well, Des, well, um, you, ha I... you have a scene tag that you can, uh, a scene aspect that you can tag. I, I would love to tag that because um, I rolled a negative and my scholarship is one. <laughs> oh, no. Incredible. Oh, shit. And... <laughs> Well, no, I, I, so if that's, that would be, that brings it to a two. So if I give you a fate point, uh huh, then, um, that brings it to a four. It does. What, what aspect are you invoking? Uh, hey, I can actually do this. Oh, I think the general that... all purpose one. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I think that, you know, she's she's had a day. She's ready to get her nose to the grindstone and solve a mystery because there's been a lot of just talk around and let's just let's get get it done. No, no, that's a zero with an X, not a Z. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, you decide to get her done and really just sort of take another pass at at this because you you weren't sure you, you were your information was lining up. Uh, Sylvester gave you some helpful assistance that pointed you back in the right direction and well you triangulate night island and the adsit cabin and the location of the more municipal plant where they would be on some older maps and you do find from your research into the british sloop boscawin that it seems like it sunk somewhere inside of that triangle oh tom you called it now gwen ro Mm -hmm. if you recall early in this chapter uh did spend some of her downtime eavesdropping and overheard something about a ship that sunk that night as well as the boscoin being apparently dredged up from the bottom i did i know helpful things so I'm gonna have you, if you want to, do a little bit of uh, quick investigation, say on a smartphone or something. Roll me a scholarship for computer use, and I'm gonna put your target at a four. So that is a two. So we're gonna use a little fate point to get there. Um. I, Can I, I help almost again want or to no? take a fate point from you for just that accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I suppose if you if you wanted to, because it's not just about knowing what to search for, it's about knowing what not to search for. So uh if you if you can justify helping sort of narrow down search terms for good information, then yes, roll a scholarship. I'm gonna also give you a four. Yay, okay. Uh, okay, I got another five. Well then. Holy shit. Hey, you have a free aspect tag called I'm Still Helping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, I want to read the PDFs. Absolutely. So, uh, as you, after you give the, some appropriate assistance to Ro, you can start going through the information that you got from the uh, FOIA request. So, Ro, you, you comb through news articles and blog posts and other such things, trying to find any information on uh, that particular ship that sunk. And... Lo and behold, the information that you're able to gather from various rumors and various sources, since a lot of, there's not a lot of official information on this particular sinking for some reason, but you are able to put enough information together that it looks like it also sunk somewhere inside of that triangle. And is it, this is, this is like a large triangle of space that this could have happened in, right? Well, it is the triangle in between the municipal plant, the Adsit cabin, and Night Island, okay. which is a, a decent portion of the lake, mm. but there it's a pretty big lake. So... Okay. Um, well, I'm relaying that information to the gang. 
you at the very least know that both of these incidents did happen somewhere within the bounds of what you're looking at. Okay. Uh, Sylvester, you are pouring through your PDFs that you got on your phone uh, to get the information you're looking for. Uh, you're going to have to make a scholarship roll because you are... Uh, it's this is a good actually I think this is a computer use so yeah scholarship works. Um, I'm gonna set that it's a it's on the timetable of you have a lot of stuff to read, but again knowing what to look at and not to look at is an important skill in uh, taking some of this time down. So I'm gonna say that it would normally be a challenge of an hour, but uh, scholarship of three and every two above that is gonna knock it down by a time increment. Okie dokie. And again, this is a... Okay, I was going to say, this is a challenge where you can throw as many fate points as you want to speed that up, uh, because now you've knocked it down to 15 minutes. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. I'm the best! (laughs) (laughs) So, as everyone else is discussing the possible implications and ramifications of such a thing... You are going over Councilman Arthur's voting record on a bunch of different matters. And, well, it looks like he's fairly consistent about a lot of civic projects. He he was suddenly against the Moran Municipal Plant renovation plans. And uh, it, it looked like, at least from the information that you've gathered, he wasn't always of that opinion, but at some point, his opinion changed, and it changed hard. Uh, what point should I say? Well, Like in uh, January, or earlier? Oh, no, this was a couple years back, because this was a project that they were planning for 2016. Hmm. So, sometime after the proposal was pitched, he seemed to be on board, but then eventually, it changed his mind. And when it actually came to a vote, he seemed to be the deciding vote against. Huh. So, the Mori Municipal Plant, where you know drugs have been run, and a crazy uh, magic man has uh, set up shop at some point in the very recent past, it should have been renovated and should have been maintained and turned into a, uh, a local sort of center. For, right. car- for culture and the youth and such. But no, still sits abandoned. For the youths. So... Weren't you also trying to find out like where his uh, funding was coming from? Like his donors? Yeah, I was trying to find that too. Well, you have... Campaign donors. Yes. Uh, you, you have a... Uh, since you rolled nice and high... I'm going to say that you have the insight to start talking out loud about these campaign donors. Um, Ro? Mm Mm-hmm. You definitely recognize some of these names. Oh. Oh. Some of these names are absolutely the names of shell corporations that are fronts for various operations, illicit operations, that go back to your dad. He's... In their pockets. They're in his pockets. Oh. However, there's something else in there. Uh, you don't recognize one of them. 
it's it's a got a peculiar a peculiar name on this particular donor group. Um uh this particular donor group uh seems to go by the name of Abednego. And hey, Albion and Sylvester, that does ring a bell to you. It seems like this dead guy that had his head twisted off was moving into the area to look for opportunities on behalf of somebody that might have been associated with that particular name. Everybody, I'm going to have you make a lore check, all of you. Uh, base target is five. One. Oh. Five. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay. Well, Desdemona Brown made the roll. So, yay. Des <laughs> knows about a particular story from the Bible. In this narrative, three Hebrew men are thrown into a fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar II, king of Babylon. There were three Jewish youths named Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, or known in Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh my god. Huh. Oh. You just have more more anger to take out on uh, on a nasty boy. That piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Let your anger turn to hate. Let it yes. fuel your your monster <laughs> killing. Something, something dark side. <laughs> something, something, <laughs> something complete. complete. <laughs> you know, and here's the, is I just had an idea of how to like finish things up with Ditko, and you guys have totally distracted me with your Palpatine. I'm oh, sorry. Damn it. Do your thing. Destruction is a concept invented by the Jedi. I can't even spit it. <laughs> this Thank is the you. first time I've heard Christine talk in like 20 minutes. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.